Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am so eager to have you here today and to tell you about today's show. We are going to be talking about dating and appealing to her emotions. Um, it, this topic was brought about by this theory called Aristotle, Aristotelian rhetoric. <laughs> Boy, it's a mouthful. Sorry about that. Aristotelian. All right, there we go. Now I can say it. Rhetoric. Um, so what this is, is it's a triangle, and we're going to examine today if the principles that apply in math and philosophy apply to human emotions. In other words, let's talk plain English here. Can you get the girl if you are not good with using standard dating techniques by using these math techniques. So basically, we're going to try to see if we can use the art of persuasion instead of logic and reason and facts and so on and so forth. And we're going to take a look at if this theory holds true with women as it does in math. All right? So before we uh, hop into today's topic, we uh, if you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about stealthing, pregnant without consent. Have you ever slipped on the condom because it just felt better? Excuse me. One second, please. One second. Sorry about that. A little tickle in my throat. Okay. Have you ever slipped off the condom because it just felt better? This new law says that you can't do that anymore without her consent or you're going to get a rape charge on your record. Is it a double standard? I guess it is. She can deceive, but you can't. So that's what we talked about on last week's show. If you want to find last week's show, so easy to do. All you have to do is go to my mobile app, and you can Google that on uh, Google, the same name as the show, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, and it's available on the uh, iTunes store as well as Google Play. So it's there for your convenience. You can use the app for my on-demand library and also to listen live and to do one-cut one-touch calling uh, without dialing in the actual number. For those of you who haven't downloaded the app, you can also listen to the on-demand library on TuneIn and SoundCloud. Okay, so let's fast forward uh, to today, and we are talking about dating. Would it work to appeal to her emotions? Hmm. So let's examine this. So the reason why this came up is because this uh, college guy named Jake claims that he has zero skills when talking to the opposite sex, and he definitely needed help. So he happened to have been taking this philosophy class that shows the triangle, triangle, the uh, Aristotelian rhetoric triangle, and we'll get into what that means. And he thought, hmm, this is pretty interesting. I wonder if I can have my philosophy professor teach me on how to apply this rhetoric on girls. So there was a girl that he was really interested in, and he was way too shy to use standard uh, dating techniques. And he thought, well, you know, it's worth a shot. So let's see if we can make this work. So this rhetoric is comprised of three points, which are ethos, logos, and pathos. Now, let me define terms so we can all follow the bouncing ball. Ethos is the characteristic spirit of a culture, era, era or community as manifested in its beliefs or aspirations. So that's one leg of the triangle. The second leg, logos. It's the principle of reason and judgment. And then the third leg of the triangle is pathos, which is a quality that evokes pity or sadness. Hmm. All right. So the ethos, logos, and pathos represents the speaker's credibility and trust. And trust appeals to your character. So 
Remember in my book, Mastering Women, for those of you who have read it, uh, the, there is the fourth C. Actually, there are four C's all together, and it's my contention based on my research, my academic research, and by interviewing 20,000 men um, to show that if you have these four characteristics, you can win over any woman, anywhere, anytime. So my fourth C is character, and you absolutely positively do need to have that trait in order to win her over. It is the only trait that players don't have. Players uh, know to do number one, two, and three, but they don't have the character, so that's why they don't win at the end of the day. They might be able to win her over for a short amount of time, and then they're on to the next prey, which you know serves them well and more power to them, but that's kind of how this works. So anyway, let's get back to this uh, rhetoric and see if we can make it work. So he's the, so the character part of the equation, <clears throat> I absolutely do agree with. Um, so how you come across, what your integrity is, what your intentions are, that absolutely does count with girls. So I'm going to do a big yes check mark on that one and give my stamp of approval uh, for that part of the equation. Now, the next part, the reality, logic, and proof. Um, basically, this part of the theorem says that you're applying to reason. Um, guess what? That does not work with women. <laughs> it might work with another man, man-to-man. Let's say you're in a business meeting and you're trying to win over another business partner or perhaps a male client and you use uh, reasoning because men are more based in reasoning and logic than are women. So I would say on man speaking to man, yes, that would work. Man speaking to woman, no, it does not work. A lot of women, first of all, can't follow the bouncing ball, can't follow where you're going with that. <clears throat> and if it is void of an, of an emotional component, they just don't care. So I would say no to that part of the triangle. So um, it's better to come at the woman. Woman, if you're going to use the emotion, if you're going to use the logic and the facts and all that kind of stuff, you're going to have to couple it with how you present it. Um, so in my book, I call this second C, which is connect with her. So you have to present it in a certain way that you're bonding with her, that you're finding commonality with her, and that's why she is listening to your presentation or whatever you have to say. Or in this case, she's listening to your flirting, if we want to call it that. So by solely appealing to her reality, logic, and proof, I don't think it's going to work. So I say no to that one. Okay, lastly, the last part of the triangle, the listener emotions and values. So appeal to her emotions, respectively. <clears throat> appeal to her values, again, that speaks to uh, 4C, which is character, right? It's your integrity. What do you stand for? Your morals and your values. It's all part of the umbrella of character. So I'm going to say yes on that and appeal to her, uh, the listener's emotions, I'm going to say yes to that too. So that last leg, I will uh, agree to. So <clears throat> um, we, if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to The Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about dating, and we're going into the science of appealing to her emotions. When we come back from the break, I'm going to be talking about the logical format and the emotional format, how we dis, uh, distinguish the two categories from each other. I'm going to give a couple of examples of what that looks like, and we'll see how we can apply that to your flirting. Um, <clears throat> if you want to dial us old school, our phone number is 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951 922 3532 or from the mobile app go to listen live and then hit the one touch dialing to call into the show we'll catch you right back after the break 
Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. So happy to have you here today. We are talking about dating and appealing to her emotions. <clears throat> so a logical format must uh, could, could look like the following. X must be true, so imagine how sad it would, would be if it weren't true. So a lot of guys do come from that point of view when they are trying to flirt or, or court a woman. So if you're asking me... Would this work? Would this process work? I'm going to say yes. So to connect the dots with something that you know to be true with an emotion, especially if you can kind of guess at what her emotion might be in this situation, <clears throat> is is a good marriage of the of the two things. So she's you know he's saying imagine how sad it would be if I couldn't date you. You know, you're kind of wording it uh, in an emotionally based way. So, yeah, I, I do think that that would work. Now, to give you an example, like in politics and so forth, <clears throat> let's say that it's a known truth that power lines cause cancer. Okay, that that's the first part of the X. And let's say you go on to tell the story to say, I met a little boy with cancer who lived just 20 miles from a power line who looked into my eyes and said in his weak voice, please do, do whatever you can so that other kids won't have to go through what I am going through. And, of course, the politician at that point says, I urge you to vote for this bill to tear down all the power lines and replace them with, I don't know, monkeys on treadmills. <laughs> so anyway, you're grabbing, you're tugging at a heartstring. And of course, we've all been to the movies where, um, you know, this is a common theme where they try to tug at your heartstrings. They take one little element of truth, you know, the power lines <clears throat> do cause cancer. And then that's not enough to get you to vote for the bill. So what they're saying is the politician is weaving into the story of how that relates to the little boy and this little boy, um, it caused illness and you don't want to cause illness to other children that live in close proximity to those power lines. So use that logic, see if you can reword it with your girl or your intended and uh, yes, it, it absolutely will work. So let's give that a shot. There was an, an Iowa 
Senate hopeful, his name was Mark Jacobs, and he used this tactic. He said with women, and I quote, with women, you have to connect with them on an emotional level. So logic-based reasoning would be something to the effect of, hey, let's vote for Mark Jacobs. 63% of the bills he voted for passed through Congress. So, you know, 63%, that's a good track record. It's better than <clears throat> it's better than 50-50. So, someone who is ha- who has a winning track record might be a good way to appeal to the voter or in this case a male voter because we're using uh percentages and numbers and logic and facts, right? So that works with men. Um as opposed to you know, if the same sentence were in place and maybe Mark Jacobs only passed 23%, maybe Congress passed only 23% of the bills that Mark Jacobs voted on, you're going to say, as a guy, you're going to say, well, you know, I don't really know if I like this candidate because he's not very effective, what he votes on you know, doesn't get passed and, you know, he's not a good communicator. There must be something wrong with the logic or the premise or something is wrong if only 23% of what he's voting on gets passed through. So that's logic-based reasoning, all right? So you are going to take this premise Go ahead. It's okay to use some logic, but try to weave it into how can I persuade her by using, by adding the other element onto this, which is the emotion. Okay? So <clears throat> there are other ways that you can use these tactics, and now even employers are jumping on the bandwagon. So today's workplaces place a huge emphasis on data and data analysis, meaning that most leaders, like CEOs and managers, won't even make definitive decisions until you show them the numbers, which is completely logic-based, okay? They want to know you know, what is the numeric value of this and what are the percentages and how much did it decline or how much did it increase or how much did we save uh, or, you know, what's the errors, what's the emissions. They want to know what that bottom line number is. That's what motivates a CEO or a leader. So with, with uh, those decision-maker types, the logic-based um, format absolutely works well and in fact you probably can't do without it so if you're going to convince your boss or convince a prospective uh, uh, client you know with regard to sales or something you absolutely are going to have to bring numbers to the table to appeal to them okay so that being said it is suggested that for the rest of us meaning the non-decision makers, um, most decisions are still made based on emotions. Well, fancy that, right? So the CEOs and the managers get to use logic-based reasoning, but (laughs) everybody else, the whole other 90%, let's say 10%, 5 or 10% are CEOs and managers, the whole other 90%, they're still very emotion-based. And you can apply this to women. I would say this is probably true for women, too, that probably, oh, I don't know, maybe 5 or 10%, um, you probably can win them over if you're doing a, a logic-based uh, discussion. But the rest of them, not so much. They just are not going to respond to it. So um, I think that this applies to women as well. So it is said that, in fact, without the power of gut instinct human beings struggle to make definitive decisions. Now, isn't that interesting? Without the power of gut instinct. Okay. All right. So you can make reasoned arguments as a leader, but you have to offer more than logic to your employees to win the employer employees over on whatever uh, you're presenting to them. I, I do tend to agree with that. 
So you have to learn to appeal to your employees' emotions. So guess what? If the CEO is using this tactic, you also, as the potential dater, can use this tactic. In fact, I have many times said before that winning over a woman is very similar and very parallel to an employee winning over his boss or or perhaps a male salesman winning over a client because you have to win them over right so those two entities are very parallel so if if the information that i've just given you with regard to uh, employers work you as the male dater can use those same tactics to win over your subject which is the woman that you want to date so go ahead let's make that happen okay if you've just joined us you're listening to the men's advocate show with me your host linda gross we are talking about dating and appealing to her emotions so when we come back from the break we're going to talk about listening to reason And we'll go into more of these uh, facets of emotions and gut feelings and so forth and how it all relates to achieving your end goal. Uh, You can call us old school at 951-922-3532, 951-922-3532. We'll catch you right back after the break. We're going to be talking about listening to reason. You've had a long day. You just want to escape the world, and you know just the place to do it. Round up your mates and head over to Henson Brewing Company, Burbank's premier craft brewery. Quality, complexity, and always easy to drink. Follow our progress and support us on Facebook and Kickstarter. Coming summer 2017. Henson Brewing Company. Come as you are. Hey guys, you've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Alright, so if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking about dating and appealing to her emotions. I wanted to bring uh, to your attention some tactics that employers use to win you over, some tactics that politicians use to win the voters over, and you also can use these same tactics as a dater trying to win her over. So call us at 951-922-3532, 951-922-3532. So next up, we're going to talk about <clears throat> listening to reason. So hearing about a big passenger jet crash on TV is terrifying. 
it might make us afraid to fly. So we choose to drive or take a bus or buy a train ticket instead. We develop an emotional hook, an emotional twinge called the asonamic so, uh, marker, which means, in other words, plain English, it means gut instinct that associates flying with fear. Okay? Statistically, and you know, as humans, we are motivated by, you know, fight or flight. So if the fear is strong enough, we're going to retreat. So in this case, you know, you might take a car or train or whatever or land land transportation to get from point A to point B because, you know, you have this fear of flying. Statistically, though, what doesn't enter into that person's head is that driving is far more dangerous than flying. So if you look at just the numbers, the fact-based, the logic-based data, it's going to show you that driving is far more dangerous than flying. And we're far more likely to die when using ground transportation when our gut instinct tells us to skip the plane it's just wrong. So we've come to a wrong decision based on how we feel about the subject. So for important decisions that require deliberation, it's crucial to rely on objective data and not just the gut instinct. Now, I do agree with that. I think if it's an important life-changing event, you are going to look at the data as well as how you feel about this subject. So if we go back to the hiring, if we go back to the employment scenario, if you're hiring somebody new, for example, solely relying on gut instinct to find the best candidate is a terrible idea. That's not giving you enough information to make a decision. Alternatively, though, if you need to make a quick decision, like which version of the new company's logo you prefer, your gut instinct absolutely does help you make a fast selection. So leaders know how to balance this instinct and data. So what they're saying is, what they're suggesting is employees aren't always as self-aware. So how does this apply to you, the dating person? What I would say is you are the male, you are the aggressor, you are the leader, you know when to tamper the logic with the emotion because you're the one that's in charge, right? She doesn't know what hit her. So if you're the one that's taking a risk, you're approaching, you're the one that's starting the conversation, you are in charge with how much uh, facts versus um, emotion you want to thread into the conversation. You're in control. So that's, that's a really good thing. And, you know, you get better and better with it with practice. So um, when it says that the employees aren't as, always as self-aware, well, guess what? That's You put her in that category too. She's not really knowing what you're up to. So she's not knowing, oh, I'm going to sprinkle in, you know, 40%, you know, logic and then throw in 60% emotions, she doesn't know what your formula is, nor does she probably care, nor is she probably trying to figure it out. So I would say go ahead and use this tactic and use it to your discretion, use it to your advantage. Okay, next up, we just talked about listening to reasoning. So how about appealing to her emotions? So most emotions that your employees make don't, involve a lot of de deliberation. Hmm. I see. I guess they live, leave the deliberation to the managers and the CEOs, but I would say yes, that's true. So, in other words, when the CEO rolls out a new company-wide initiative, they'll decide within the first 10 seconds of your presentation whether they're going to support it or not. Okay, so let's apply this to you, Mr. Dating Person. I think this also holds true that the receiver, meaning the girl, is going to decide whether she's going to receive your information uh, within the first 10 seconds of what you're talking about. They're either going to be on board or they're not. 
So you kind of have to hone this down. And basically the only way I think to hone it down is just practice, practice, practice. I mean, the batter is not going to, um, you know, get up there. And, you know, the first pitch that swung, that, that is a, a pitch to him, he's not going to make a, a base hit, for example. He's got a behind-the-scenes way well ahead of showing up at the game. He's got to practice all the different scenarios, all the different pitches that come him, at him, uh, the different, whether it's a left-handed pitcher, right-handed pitcher, uh, the speed that is coming at him, the conditions, is it a 100-degree day, is it a 50-degree day? I mean, he's taking all of this into consideration, and you've got to do the same. So, you know, I think a lot of guys make the mistake of not approaching any girl unless it's a girl that they're absolutely smitten with and then by that time they don't have enough practice and experience under their belt so they end up stumbling and not getting the girl so the way to cure that and I say that in my book Mastering Women is you've got to practice with 10 women a day I'm not saying do it with women that you want to date you have to do it with any and all women. So you have to practice at the 7-Eleven. You have to practice at the post office. You have to practice at the gas station, at the market, at the cleaners. Wherever you can find a woman, you've got to be practicing. So that way, when you come across somebody that you're really excited about, you're not stumbling, you're not fumbling, because I think statistically... um, what they're saying is true. You only have 10 seconds. In fact, it might even be less than 10 seconds. It's probably more like, I hate to tell you this, probably more like five seconds um, that you've got to get your point across. So uh, let's go back to the employment situation. If the leader comes across as confident, organized, and certain, then you'll win your employees' support. Please take note of this line because it is all about this. Um, as I say in my book, it's all about first C. First C is confidence. So these characteristics are absolutely true when it comes to winning over a woman. Okay? Confident, organized, certain. You need to come in there with a presence. And you're not going to get that for no reason. You're either going to get it because you're talking to 10 women a day like I'm, I'm telling you to do Or the other way to get this level of confidence is to find something that you're really, really good at or really have passion uh, with and you practice that every single day, okay? So it might be that you're really good at your job and, you know, by being really good at your job, that level of confidence will ooze through and shine through with how you present yourself to a woman. Or it might be a personal passion, like you're really good at guitar, or you're really good at that golf swing, or you're really good at um, you know drawing or sketching or whatever it happens to be. So let just expand on your natural ability um, in these areas, and then when you talk to girls, that confidence level will come through. Okay, back to the employment situation. On the other hand, if they detect hesitation, poor planning, or hasty decision-making, their gut instincts will tell them that it's a bad idea. Again, use this one. It's absolutely true in the dating world. If you are shy or not confident or hesitant or you didn't plan well or you were hasty, all these negative attributes, um, they're just going to shut you out, all right? So that five to ten seconds that I'm saying is your lead time to get in there and make your point, um, this is really going to blow up in your face if you're coming from a place of hesitation. So you have to come from a place, um, I use the term act as if. So you might be hesitant, you might be shy, you might be scared, but so what? 
feel scared and do it anyway. You have to come from a place of being solid and that solidness will carry through. Now, once you're done with her and you're away from her and you've got her digits or you've got the next date and you go back into your car and you're driving off, that's the time and place to be scared. Like after the fact, you can do that, that scared, shy bit on your own time, but don't present that to her. Okay, you want to present a front which is, you know, solid and strong. Okay, Uh, in 2011, the head of the neurology department at the University of Ohio, the College of Medicine, performed experiments on people who suffered damage in the part of the brain that controls emotion. So the part that does this is called the prefrontal cortex. He discovered that human beings don't just use emotions to make decisions. They can't make choices without them. People who'd lost, who've lost the ability um, to have a physical response to emotion, meaning no physical twinge of gut instinct at all, got stuck in a loop and couldn't make simple everyday decisions. Hmm. Do I agree with his theories? I don't think so. I think there are people who are driven and maybe they're not in touch with their emotions or don't really have a gut response. So what else do they have? Okay, so they have to rely solely on logic, what the facts and reasoning, you know, and all that, what the what the logic of the situation is telling them. So I disagree with his analysis. I think you can make decisions without the emotions. But, you know, the downside of that is the person may come across as very cold, very reserved, very calculating, perhaps stoic. Um, so it's not a human being that you're developing a warm and fuzzy with. Does that make sense? Of course they can still make decisions, but is it someone that, as a woman, is it someone that you're going to go out with? Probably not. So it's not bad to say that men make decisions based on logic, but if you intertwine them with the emotional aspect, you'll just seem friendlier you'll you'll seem more approachable and more open which is you know that that little extra edge that you need to win win the deal to win them over Um, so getting back to the employment scenarios your new initiative may look great on paper in fact your business case may be attack proof But no matter how many charts, reports, and bullet-pointed lists you make, you can't overpower, you can't overcome the power of the gut reaction. So let's tie this into your woman. Um, You know, your approach, again, might look great on paper, might be attack-proof, but no matter how much positive logic uh, and, you know, facts and reasoning you endorse, get the endorsement with, is it going to win you over? Probably not. Um, You know, constantly I hear women saying, you know, this very expression, oh, well, he looked great on paper, meaning that, you know, when she read your bio on on the dating app, you know, everything sounded good and she looked at the picture and the picture looked good. But when she met you in person, uh, the guy was a total dud. So that's why she didn't go out on the second date. So you've got to bring that extra charisma to win her over. So just being great on paper isn't going to cut it. And in fact, I would kind of tone down what's great on paper. I wouldn't divulge everything about you you know, all your positive attributes on day one. You've got to hold a little back, be a little bit mysterious, let those great attributes come out slowly, um, you know, with time and after she has earned some of some of those, earned, you know, the right to know what some of those traits are. So um, I would say let it out slowly because the, the art of being a little bit mysterious keeps her engaged it keeps her guessing like 
wow, I just found out this positive trait about this guy. I wonder what other positive traits he has that I don't yet know about. So that it's, it's, a, it's a dance. It's certainly a dance. It's keeping her engaged, and you want to use that to your advantage, okay? So the article is saying that people desperately need gut instinct. In fact, they are lost without it. I don't believe this, but I think, you know, it's always great to have gut instinct. I don't think they're lost without it, but like I was saying a moment ago, um, it makes them a little bit dry and cold, and you don't want to be that person. You want to be a more well-rounded person. So figuring out how to harness and gently manipulate the gut instinct will give you the edge to her emotions. That I, I believe. So the more you master that ability, the more you're going to have an easier time with winning her over. Okay, if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to The Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about dating and appealing to her emotions. When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about grabbing her by the gut. And let's see how that works out and how you can apply it. So we'll catch you right back after the break. We're going to be talking about grabbing her by the gut. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Darn! Maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show, but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMAT 1490 AM, where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking. We are. Oops, sorry about that. We are talking about dating and appealing to her emotions. So, a former Harvard School of Business professor, John Cotter, has a model called "See, Feel, and Change." Employees have to see and feel the need for change before they're rationally convinced to make a change. And I think you can apply this logic to women as well. So let's talk about seeing. To make your employee see the need for change, you have to hijack their gut instinct from the moment you make your argument. So here's some tips that you can apply. So I think you can apply them with an employee um, you have to get her to see your point of view. And let's take a look at what that looks like. So offer a symbol. Um, a large brewery that was losing market share discovered that its beer bottles left 
The factory with sloppy-looking labels. Even though the bottles passed multiple rounds of inspections, the leaders shared images of these bottles and turned them into symbols of how the company needed to get better. So finding your own symbols, spreading it far and wide, makes change real visceral and urgent. So for your point of view, your symbol might be how you are dressed. I mean, you know, do you have a recent haircut? Um, is your hair manageable? Is your facial hair uh, manageable and, and, you know, looks appealing and attractive like she wants to come close to you? Um, are your clothes fresh? It's not like you're wearing the same thing three days in a row or haven't done laundry in two months. You know, so you want to go for that visual to kind of win her over as well. Um, next up is to say something dramatic. So start with a sentence that makes a grand promise or presents a huge threat or try something along the lines of what if I told you dot, 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 and then fill in the blanks and complete the sentence with something intelli- uh, attention-getting. So um, I think I don't believe in making grand promises. I, I, I actually write about that in my book. So I would say no to that part of it. Um, and, of course, you don't want to present a huge threat because that's scary, especially with somebody that she's just met. But to do something along the lines of what if I told you blah, 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 um, that would work because you're appealing to that mysterious side of you and she's trying to second guess how to fill in the blanks and what the rest of that that sentence is. So I would say yes with that. Um, and then lastly, lead with an emotional story. Tell a true story of someone who's suffering because of the way your company is currently doing things or tell a story of someone who will benefit when your employees decide to change. So let's apply this uh employment scenario to your dating life, um, you know, I I wouldn't necessarily bring up somebody who's suffering, uh, but you, and I wouldn't necessarily bring up somebody who will benefit by dating you, no, because that's bragging, you don't want to do that, but, you know, lead with the emotional side of what you're presenting, that part I do agree with, so um, I think you can intertwine something into your presentation or your approach that uh, that lends itself to this. Um, before we go further, I wanted to say that if you like our show, please show your love. Listen, call, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, start with my Amazon link, download my app, and buy my book on Amazon, ebook or paperback, mastering women so make all that happen especially the holidays are coming you can give it as a gift as well if you've already read it yourself okay let's go back to uh these these points to will win her over feel so humans naturally interpret new information in a way that confirms our existing beliefs i do believe that This psychological phenomena called confirmation bias causes us to look for evidence that matches our gut instinct. So you want to be compatible with what her gut instinct, what conclusion her gut instinct is going to lead her to. So, for example, when you're meeting a new person, you might get a gut reaction about this person. So your brain often spends the rest of the date trying to confirm its first impression. So take that idea and pounce on it. Use that to your advantage. Um, In a deliberative process like interviewing, this confirmation bias can be the enemy. So when you're trying to appeal to her emotions, um, the human weakness towards confirmation bias is your new best friend if you let it be. So if you know this dynamic exists, use it um, as your ally. So if you've won her on the gut instinct in the beginning of your meeting, the two of you meeting, um, her mind will spend the rest of the evening filtering the hard evidence to confirm her initial impressions. So, for example, um, 
if you find that she is laughing, laughing usually means that she's not laughing at you, but laughing with you. It means that she's let her guard down. She's not as cautious anymore, and she's kind of going with the flow. And she likes what you're saying. So that's an opening. And you can also tell by her body language. Are her arms crossed? Are her legs crossed? Which means I'm closed. You know, I don't want to hear you. Is she turning a cold shoulder, so to speak? Which also means, no, you're not getting through to me. Go away. But if she's got an open body language, an open presentation, um, the arms are by her side and the knees are together but not crossed, or she's leaning in because she wants to listen to more of what you're saying. These are all signs that she's open, open to what you're saying and that you're making a good impression on her. So go with that. Um, okay, so all this lends itself to that you have grabbed them by their gut. In other words, the way you are, the way you're being, she's being receptive to it and you've caught her on a gut level, which is a good thing, and she will allow you to keep going in this direction because she likes what she hears. And by the way, women are very sensitive... Unlike men who are very attuned to what a woman looks like on first impressions, women are very attuned to what they hear. So what you say and how you say it and your demeanor, you know, your pitch, your timing, your pace, all of, all of that, women are going according to what they hear. So make sure that your, the sound of your voice is pleasant. And it's going at a good pace, and it's not too nervous or jagged or what have you, but it's it's soothing. She wants to, you know, look forward to hearing, you know, what you have to say. So in general, um, you know, if you can appeal to the person that she wants to be or her imagine of what the couple should be, I think you will be able to win her over, Okay. So thank you for joining us on today's show with the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We were talking about dating and appealing to her emotions, which you can catch on my on-demand library after the show. Um, Yeah, so reach out to us each and every Wednesday. We'll look forward to seeing you here on the Men's Advocate Show, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll catch you next week on the Men's Advocate Show. See you then.